Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you along with Mitchell Scott Lewis. His website is his name with Astro at the end. We will uh, have it linked up for you at coasttocoastam.com. Mitchell, you were talking about some planetary cycles. How important are they in the scheme of things, astrologically speaking? Well, you know, uh, some of the predictions that I've made, because we've talked about them before, I predicted the crash of 08 more than a year in advance within a, a week of it. I remember that. I predicted the rise of oil, uh, the, the top of the housing market, many, many things, all based on astrology. Now, you have to know something about the markets. You can't just use uh, you know, astrology and think that you're going to be able to trade. You have to know how to trade. And we're in a period now where values are changing. I, I'm going to give you a quick, quick rundown of history, all right. American history. Uranus takes 84 years to go around the zodiac, so it, la- it lasts seven years in each sign. <clears throat> in 1767 to 1775, Uranus was in Taurus. Then it moved into Gemini, and the Revolutionary War began. The seven years before the war was a change in values. We changed from being 13 semi-disconnected colonies to what we call the United States of America. We are not America, we are the United States. Of course, that's the big uh, uh, question always between states' rights and federal rights and all the rest of that. So then in 1851, Uranus went into Taurus. And from 1851 to 1858, it was in Taurus. And this changed um, America again. It uh, created this, it was the seeds, the planting of the seeds of the Civil War. When Uranus went into Gemini, the Civil War began. 1861 to 1865, Uranus was in Gemini from 1859 to 1866. Then in 1934, Uranus goes back into Taurus. And what happens in 1934, well, which was severe droughts and failure to use what they call dry land farming methods. And so America, and, and well, much of the world, but especially America, was in this absolute terrible situation. The whole world was in a depression then. And that's change of values one more time. Uranus rules radical change. Taurus rules money. And in each of those times, money changed as well. Then Uranus goes into Gemini in 1942, and America joins the war that had begun a few years before, uh, right at the end of 1941, in December 1941, Pearl Harbor. And so each time that Uranus is in Taurus, our values are changing radically. And then it goes into Gemini, and we find our nation in a war of some sort. The first was the Revolutionary War, which brought us together. The second was the Civil War, which tore us apart. The third was World War II. And remember, in the 30s, there was a a big isolationist movement in America. A lot of Americans didn't want to get into that war. But once Uranus got into Gemini, well, we had no choice. Uh, Circumstances, Pearl Harbor, whatever it it was, and whatever you believe, uh, you know, happened or didn't happen politically there, the end result was that America was in a war for four and a half years. Now, Uranus is in uh, in Taurus again. And what's happening is, well, values are changing. Money is changing. 
the advent of cryptocurrencies, which I'll get to in a second, but not just that. Look at what they call the meme stocks, okay? Uh, GameStop, uh, AMC, um, BlackBerry, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. These, these are stocks that where what's happening is after centuries, millennium, of the wealthy controlling markets, now because of the Internet, social media, groups of individuals are banding together. Not wealthy either. No, not at all. And they, they call themselves apes. You know, I watch some of the videos. Some of them are very funny. But they are moving stocks. Well, essentially, you know, GameStop is, is a, well, a, almost a worthless company. I mean, it's worth something, but the, the stock ran up to $650 a share. Yeah, it was crazy. Right. Now, I happen to be holding AMC for a while because I'm investing in what I call post-pandemic stocks, stocks that have been suppressed that are going to start to move mm -hmm. once we get out of the pandemic. Now, one of them, I, I'm holding some, some uh, 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 airplane, you know, what's airplane stocks, right. casinos were down, everything right. was down. Or MGM Casino was a great buy about six months ago, and I grabbed AMC at $2 a share. Well, they ran it up, the, the Reddit people, the, uh, these meme traders, ran it up to $20 a share. I took a look. I said, oh, my God. And I said, get out. Give me the profit. And I waited, and they brought it back down to about 7 or 8 bucks a share. I started to buy it up again. Last week, it was, or the week before, it was at $73 a share. Now, it's pulling back a bit, but these are stocks that are being traded by the undercurrent, the individual, or the groups of individuals. And what's happening with AMC, not to get too technical, but there's something called a short squeeze where they have created artificial uh, shares. Uh, you can read up on it or, or see some videos or, or watch CNBC. They talk about it every now and then. The, the, it's, an, it's an illegal move, but it's something that the hedge funds do. They short stocks that don't exist. Well, what happens is, is if they get caught, they're in a lot of trouble. Is it illegal? It's illegal. It's illegal to do that. Oh. But you have to prove it. And what they do in order to prevent that is, let's say, they, let's say I sell you a, a, a share of stock, but I didn't buy it from a broker. I'm just selling you a share of this stock. It doesn't exist. If I buy it back before anybody notices, well, it's no longer on the, on the books, so nobody can see that it even occurred. And that's what they're doing with some of these stocks, and that is what they claim they're doing with AMC. And interestingly enough, on CNBC, one of their reporters accidentally used the term um, naked shares. And she never should have said that. And there's been all kinds of you know, pullback and everything else. And so the hedge funds are, are hustling to figure out how to either keep the price of the stock down so that they can get out of their shorts, because as the stock goes up in price, they are losing billions of dollars. Every and, day. Yes, and if it gets to a point where what they call the short squeeze really begins, then they have no choice but to buy the stock at any price that it's offered. And that's when the stock could conceivably explode. Now, just I am not uh, recommending any stocks to anybody, George. I'm not... I don't want to do that last thing in the world. I would want to do is see anybody lose money because of my recommendations. I do have a small group of people who pay me for my stock interpretations, but that's something different. So I'm not telling everybody run out and buy AMC. AMC ran up already. I don't know if it's going to go back up or not. 
but it certainly it ran up and i and i made a lot of money in the account for me and my and my partners and everybody that that was trading with me and you know they, it's up to them to, as to when to get out of it sure it's all timey what about bitcoins and cryptos well <laughs> apparently cryptocurrency is isn't going away uh it's going to be here on in some form um when it when bitcoin ran up to Sixty-five thousand, uh, which was crazy. Well, it was a bubble uh, in the bit in the, the in the astrology chart of Bitcoin. Saturn is in opposition to Uranus in that chart. That is the configuration that led to the crash of 08, That led to the problems in the nineteen seventies. That is going to lead to another crash, I believe, in in twenty thirty one. And and it's right in Bitcoin's chart. So Bitcoin is by nature an erratic, unpredictable, uh, totally, uh, um, I don't want to say manipulated, although that is a word that should be used a lot when dealing with all trading, frankly. Um, but I said, this is, this is crazy. So now where is it trading? Well, 32,000, 33,000. And that still seems high to me. It is high. My per- Look, we all have our opinions about these things. And sometimes I'll be right and sometimes I'll be wrong. That's okay. I have no problem with that. In fact, if I'm wrong about something, especially astrologically, I tend to immediately go out on Facebook and on my my newsletter and on my website and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong, but here's what I think now. I think that's part of growing, maturing, and being good at what you do is admitting when you're wrong because you learn more from your mistakes than you do from your successes. But I think that Bitcoin is is very tenuous, I think that it's very, look, it's not just Bitcoin now. It's Doge, which was created as a joke, and all of a sudden it exploded. And Ethereum, and there's all these different uh, forms, and now governments are going to create their own, you know, really, what are we talking about? It's money. I don't care what you call it. We should call it wampum. Here's, you know, or here's three sheep and, and a bushel of hay, huh. and uh, you give me, you know, a house. And, and it, it does, it's all the same. And we were on the gold standard for many years, and then we're not. And then, you know, and people keep talking about the gold standard. Well, gold did the same thing Bitcoin did. Gold was stuck at two hundred and eighty dollars an ounce for years. Finally, it moves, and it moves violently in order to catch up with inflation. And it runs up to seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars an ounce. And a lot of people are screaming, "It's going to ten, twenty, thirty thousand. And I say, "No, it's not. It's going to find its trading range. And that's exactly right. what it's done ever since. Absolutely. Trades between about 1100 and 1700 We're with Mitchell Scott Lewis. His website is MitchAstro.com, linked up at CoastToCoastAM.com. And uh, we're talking about astrology. And we're going to take calls next hour with Mitchell. We're not going to do personal readings, but uh, do ask him a question about some of the things you're hearing him talk about today. It is exciting, though, isn't it? Yeah, very exciting. These are exciting times. Look, I, you know, I, I, they say it's a Chinese curse. You should live through interesting times. But I don't, I like it. I don't, I don't think anybody really wants to live through a depression or a, a, a revolution. That's not fun. Or, or a war. That's or not fun. Or a war fun. of any kind, of course not. You know, and, though, and those are the things that are bothering me, that we seem to be on the edge of something when Uranus goes into Gemini in 2025. Now, that's only a minute from now, George. That's we know true. Our age it's not three, that four, far away. It happens in a second. Yep, it, it does. 
What about the pandemic? Have you looked at that through the eyes of astrology? Oh, yeah, for, for, for years. The pandemic itself is going to linger for a while, just like the 1918 pandemic did. It didn't end in 1918, 1919. In fact, one of the places that was hardest hit back then was India. And one of the reasons why we don't know how many people actually died in the pandemic is that they didn't keep good records. And they were burning bodies in the street the same way they're doing now. So the pandemic isn't going away, but we are absorbing it into humanity the way that we do all diseases eventually. Otherwise, you know, we're we're history. Um, And I think that the pandemic is settling down in America, certainly. Would it have settled down regardless of a vaccine or not? Eventually, you know, I, look, I don't tell people they should or shouldn't take the vaccine. Neither do I. It's not my business. I, I, I haven't gotten it, but I don't tell people to get it or not. To get it. Right. You have to make that decision for yourself. Uh, look, last time I was on your show in March, uh, I didn't know it, but I had COVID. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't uh, have the symptoms yet. I had a rash. And in April... Uh, I can't. I I couldn't. I couldn't walk up the street without stopping four times to catch my breath. Really? And I didn't have to go to the hospital. I'm pretty healthy. I take very good care. How of How long did it linger? Oh, weeks, weeks. It was a bad. It was a nasty, nasty bug. Uh, certainly not as bad as it was for so many people. I mean, how many people died from that? I, it's it's absolutely. Can hard. you get it a second time? They don't know. They really don't know. And that's the problem with new diseases. Uh, we, we don't know. Where do you uh, think you got it? Oh, God. I mean, New York was the epicenter. Then. Who knows? Who knows? Right? In March, everybody. And they told us to put on face masks. And, you know, I kept a scarf around. We didn't know about N, N, uh, of, uh, masks, you know, those, those very fancy masks. So I went into Whole Foods to get my food, and I covered my mouth, but I wasn't that careful. Right. And who knows? Yeah, somebody, you know, I don't know. Somebody could have sneezed on some plums. Who knows? Absolutely. And so I got, I had it. I got over it. Um, I did get the vaccines, to tell you the truth, because I was frightened to get this again. Did it hurt? Ah, first shot hurt a little bit for, you know, for about half a day. Second shot, absolutely nothing. I got the Pfizer's which seemed, uh, seemed to be the best, as far as I can tell. And again, I don't, I don't have the argument with people about vaccines. It's, I, you have to believe what you believe, and you've got to do what your body tells you to do. Yep. Um, but I am glad that I got it, and I feel more comfortable, and I don't have any s- symptoms, leftover symptoms from it. I'm not what they call a long hauler or anything. But it was a nasty bug, George, how, wherever it came from. Whether it really was created in a Chinese lab or it's a natural thing, well, mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever know the true answer to that. But it is what it is. And, you know, H.G. Wells wrote The War of the Worlds. And at the end of The War of the Worlds, after mankind has tried everything they can to kill the Martians and failed, it was a disease that died uh, right from a cold, from yep. a common cold. The common or as cold. Wells says in, at the end of the book, what God and his in the smallest thing that God in his infinite wisdom had placed upon the earth. It's a great, a great end. For, you know, he was a great writer. But you do see it fading away. Yeah, yeah. It's going to take some time still. Look, we, we don't have patience. That's one of the problems with humanity. We have short attention spans. We want things to happen now, 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 now. Uh, when you're trading, you need to learn patience. You know, let's say you have a stock. Let's say you got a tiger by the tail. 
But for weeks, for months, it goes up a little, goes down a little, goes down a few dollars. You're afraid you're going to lose it. If you have patience and you believe in the position, you let it sit. You let it mature. You make your money. You put it in your retirement fund, and you go on to the next trade. And that's the only way to trade. And I learned that the hard way, too, on the floor. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.